So we are hoping address some of the following issues. So the first issue, when one spouse is an American expat living abroad and the other is a foreign national, a non-resident alien with no intention of applying for a U.S. green card or pursuing U.S. citizenship, when is it better to file jointly and when is it better for the U.S. spouse to file separately? That's a great question. We get that all the time. Uh, I know some people, they, they file single when they're married, but that, that's kind of like misrepresenting yourself on your tax form, right? So if it is you're married to a non-American, your options are really married filing separately or married filing jointly or head of household. If, if the kids have uh, social security numbers. So head of household is also an option. So the reason why married filing jointly is attractive is because you, I mean, you get the ease of e-filing depending on what system your tax team is working on. But more importantly, the, the tax code and the tax tables in terms of income tax, they are created or construed in such a way that those who file jointly get preferential tax treatment to those who file separately. So basically, depending on what your, uh, what, how, you're, how you earn your income, you can actually pay less when you pay less in taxes if you file jointly as opposed to separately based on the same earned income. Uh, we can debate whether that's right or wrong, but that's just the way it is. The code is constructed in such a way it encourages you to file jointly. And there's certain tax credits. So that's in terms of the actual tax rates. And then there's certain tax credits that are only available when you file jointly as opposed to when you file separately. So the tax code kind of puts pressure on you to file jointly. So that's the upside. Now, the downside is that when you file jointly with your non-U.S. spouse, uh, you need to include their income. So it'll be a section 6013G election. And we, you'd wonder, well, well hold on, why would uh, an, uh, my non-U.S. spouse ever be interested in getting into the U.S. tax net? Again, that's a good question. And we get that all the time. The reason being, and I think you know this because you kind of hinted at it in the question, the way you phrased it. It's a good idea if the intent is to pursue U.S. residency. So if at some point in time you think that your non-U.S. spouse would join you in moving to the U.S., then it makes sense to file jointly because then, you know, they, they have a tax ID and they, they have a, a footprint. They're, they're no longer, because otherwise they simply don't exist in terms of, you know, if they want to get uh, a, a cell phone plan, if they want to, you know, lease a car, you know, they have no credit score, they have no proof of income, they have nothing. They simply don't exist and it'll take a while for them to create a digital footprint in the US. So by filing jointly, it's a, a good step strategically if your non-US spouse hopes to join you in moving to the US. If it is not the case, which you have clearly said it's not the case, then you're right. You, it's best to file separately rather than bring your non-U.S. spouse's income into the U.S. tax net. So that's, that's an option. Another way of getting the preferential tax rates that come with filing jointly is if you have U.S. kids with social security numbers. And that, I know that's a big issue because some of uh, my clients who have had kids in the past year or two with the issues with the U.S. embassies abroad, it's been... It's been a bit challenging to register births abroad and get socials and et cetera. So assuming, assuming that you do have 
social for the kids you can file head of household and that gives you better tax treatment than married filing jointly so i hope that answers your question please subscribe like share and comment below our books and upcoming events are available at htj.txt. Email us at help at htj.txt to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.